At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. This is Live Bet Sunday, live from the South Point, presented by BetMGM. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel, Jared Smith alongside as well. We're keeping track of everything going on in the world of sports. Uh, by the way, we have tipped off over there in Los Angeles at the Crypt. 20 to 9, <laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers up on top of the Golden State Warriors. I haven't heard that one before. Yeah, crypto.com. Way crypto. better than crypto.com. Oh, yeah, way better, right? Crypto is so much better. Um, 100%. And like Staples is obviously, and that's an iconic name, but, uh, yeah. you know, the crypt is a pretty good follow up. So It is. Right? It's where playoff bets go to die. There's, right? a, there's a lot of things, I would say, like in terms of nicknames, there's a lot of things that I think need to stick a little bit more. The crypt now for where the Lakers and Clippers play is a good one. Also, I don't know why Kevin Durant does not embrace the Slim Reaper more. Does he not like it? I he, I don't know if he doesn't like it. I it know is it's one of the better nicknames him. in sports, right? And it's just it's so much better. I remember one time he he said that he wanted his nickname to be the Servant because he's, because he's like serving people, I think, or something like I that. Hate I that don't nickname know. for many. Reasons. Hey, uh, right. The Slim Reaper is just so much better. And by the way, very Slim Reaper esque today when he essentially hit the dagger. 40 minutes the, yeah, too. against the Dallas Mavericks in, for, in 40 minutes. If he plays 40 minutes consistently, the Suns might not lose for the rest of the season. They are uh, <laughs> they're going to be pretty good. They are going to be pretty good. I can't wait to watch this, these playoffs. They're going to be yes. fantastic. Uh, and the finish is going to be fantastic because there's a lot to be decided in the standings. Yeah. We're also keeping track of the golf. I like how we call like the other sports that aren't really that popular, like the, the, right? The hockey, the golf. This is a good tournament, though. We got a lot of big names at the top. Rory McIlroy making a charge here. Charge. You got Jordan Spieth in a tie right now uh, for the lead. That's he's the big name. Uh, let's see. Did, why Can I complain really quickly? Please when do. I'm going to the scoreboard, don't give me the Puerto Rico Open first. We know what I'm going to check, okay? So Jordan Spieth is at nine under, four under through the day, and through 14. Rory McIlroy, ooh, did we miss it? I don't want to spoil it. We have a result on this hole. You want me to spoil this for you? He just birdied. Yeah, he's going to sink this Let's birdie putt. Let's go! So, Roy McIlroy is now tied with Jordan Spieth at Need some Spieth context there. Under. I do a pre-flop Roy bet at 10-1. to 1. Uh, Who was that that we watched singe the edge there on that birdie putt? That was Hatton. Was that Tyrell oh, Hatton? That was Hatton. And yeah, then he just it. missed the par oh, on the man. comeback here. So, Tyrell Hatton, I would say, what was that, about 20-ish feet for a birdie putt? Three putt. Yeah, and for... We call that the snake when I play. Anytime you three putt a hole, you get the snake, and whoever has the snake, oh, then whoever's I got... holding the snake on the last hole has to pay, like, a fine or something. I'm holding, like, boa constrictors and anacondas <laughs> then when we're going golfing because it is not really great. You ever play that game where I take a call? Who is snake? this? Snake, yes. Wow. Oh, okay, that was right. That, right. that was the yeah, Rory. So, we I'll be honest. Right. I'm not looking. I'm sure uh, you have the odds up. Four out of five. You might have the odds up now. 
guess the line. I know Gil, who sits in this chair a lot, does this guess the line. I would be willing to bet that Rory's that after that putt, Rory's the favorite now. Yep, plus 140. Yeah. Jordan Spieth, the plus 210, and then Tyler Not exactly Hattin going out on a limb here. 550. But just based on where Rory was pre-flop. So the pre-flop bets I made were Rory, Fitzpatrick, and Hatton as a top 10. So the Hatton top 10 still looks okay. Oh, Spieth is going to miss this putt too here. Is he this a bogey or a birdie putt? He just, this is a par putt right here, but he just dropped a 6-1. to one, So I'm going to assume that he's going to. So Rory's got the outright lead? Yeah, I'm going to assume that's the case. Given a look at the odds. Considering he's plus 105, Tyrell Hatton's at 450, and Spieth is not 6-1. I don't know. That, to just could, that might just be people betting Rory off the birdie. Yeah, Maybe he's six some to, momentum. Spieth is 6-1, though. That's It is. But you know what, though? I think that's just how much respect Rory gets in the market with, what, four holes to go, five holes to go, and he's tied for the lead. And you nope. nailed it. He missed it. Yeah, he missed it. I mean, yeah. he, I'll be honest. This is now becoming – Rory probably, be, probably will be odds on if he pars or birdies the next hole. Yeah. This is going to be great. It will be. Fun finish. And the 10-1 to ticket was for, like – 50 bucks, so it could be a nice little afternoon here. There we go. Get something. Uh, you get, They got some cheap poker tables here at this house. Eh, I'm a craps, I, I have man. a question for you guys. What do you got? So there, if Vegas? Rory wins this tournament. He's not the greatest golfer ever. No. Oh, okay. But yeah, does he going. automatically become the favorite for the it's Masters? Because it's usually Rom. Rom's kind of the favorite going into a lot Scheffler's of tournaments. Scheffler's probably up there. Too, Is McElroy probably. the favorite going I, into I think, the I think Scheffler's got the history at Augusta a little bit more than Rom does. Rom hasn't played well at Augusta in his career. It's not. It's been a place that has eluded him. Yeah, I think I think it would be hard to knock Rom off though his role of the favorite. Agreed. Given I would how, say Rom, Scheffler, Rory, right there, maybe yep. fifty cents to a dollar difference between yeah. those three guys. I mean, and looking at the market now, Ortega, right when you have Rory uh, right behind Rom, and this is just DraftKings, you know, six to one for Rom, plus seven fifty for McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler's at twelve to one. Oh, so Scheffler's got a little rung down there. I yeah. would say value on Scheffler, twelve I mean, to one. I'll bet you money. I can probably let me let me look. I'll get you probably a little bit better numbers there. There's Circuit does a great job with these golf yes. markets too. You get a lot there, but it's um, also very hard to repeat at the Masters. So I think that's oh okay. He hasn't teed off yet. He looked upset. Uh, McIlroy looked upset, and I was like, oh boy, this is the start. We're all we're singing his praises, and well, then all of a sudden he's going to only got collapse. three holes left because he finished a little bit lower on the scoreboard yesterday. Hatton's only through 12, though, and one back. Yeah, so this Hatton's is... right there. But I'll be honest, I watch a lot of these guys. Hatton's got the temperament of, like, an 8-year-old. Once he gets once he gets put to bed without dessert, he gets very upset. Well, that's uh, <laughs> that's kind of – I don't want to say Spieth is like that, but Spieth very that much – That one looks left. Falls apart a little bit. Well – In the sand. Not terrible. No. I, this is so far. This the lie is very challenging right now. <laughs> you actually have a future as a golf reporter based I off of that. I, I like their big fuzzy mics. You know what I mean? They do have the like, big. Well, because there's all that wind out there. Right. What about being in the hot summer sun all day long? Oh, I can do it. You can do Sweat it? off a couple of extra LBs. That'd, be, that. that'd be pretty nice. It's fair. Just think about how cut you look. Really likes the, the way that that really fell right now in the trap. It's actually at a pretty good angle. Pretty good, right? I can't even duplicate that because it was so good <laughs> i would only be lowering the bar <laughs> that's right so <laughs> let's keep an eye on that i wanted to talk about a couple of things from a college basketball standpoint here so first off i keep mentioning this so our our big 10 matchups coming up in a little bit and it's going to get tipped off to michigan and indiana at 1 30 p.m pacific time rutgers wisconsin both on the bubble rutgers last four buys according to learning wisconsin last four in michigan next four out so we have all of three of these teams yeah. that are going to be in action Later today, let's start. I know that humans was talking about Indiana here. Did you agree with the sentiment that the Hoosiers laying five here at home against Michigan is going to be the spot to look at here? Either money line and or spread against the Wolverines. Yeah, I think coming off the game against Iowa where they just got trounced. I mean, Iowa came in and, and dropped a 90 burger on them. And you look at Michigan and man, that lost to Illinois double overtime. What do they have left in the tank? It's tough to come off a double overtime game then have to go on the road and play at Assembly Hall, which I think is one of the toughest places to play in college basketball. It's senior day. Um, I don't know how many seniors are on this Indiana team, but there's always some pomp and circumstance that mm -hmm. goes into that day. I'll be honest, though. Sometimes the senior days can work in a negative way because you're a little bit sluggish to sure. start. It's a little bit more, I, I guess, Look at Penn State, right? Penn State, there was a, it was actually pretty emotional. Some guys crying and get off to a little bit of a slow start. Kind of got to get your legs back under you emotionally. I, I think the first five minutes of a senior day game is one of the hardest to handicaps for the home team because it could really work in either direction. The emotion could either get the best of you and you could be a little bit sluggish or you just feed off of it and it becomes another, uh, another gear that you find. But this Michigan team, I, I just, I, I don't trust them defensively. 
they're one of the lowest turnover percentages forced in college basketball this year. And their defense is good. It's in the top 60 of Ken Palm, but it's not elite. And I think Indiana is going to challenge. It should be a great matchup, though. Hunter Dickinson on, on, on Trace Jackson Davis. That is probably the matchup of the day. And, and we'll see who gets the better of that. Most likely who gets the better of that matchup inside will probably win the yep. game. And I would give Indiana absolutely a little bit of a boost for their home court. But we'll see how they handle those emotions um, of senior day. If it is a sluggish start for the Hoosiers. Might yeah, the, be a good spot to jump in money line. Indiana, it's interesting, too, because Indiana, your point about the turnovers is the one that I focused on. Yeah. One of the things that has killed Indiana in conference play has been their turnovers. Yep. Uh, they have been they have been giving up a lot of unforced errors in conference play. And you get that when you're kind of a little bit of a quicker team, right? That tends to happen. Um, but that has allowed them to keep some lesser opponents in some of these games and has cost them some matchups in some of these tough spots. And They've been a little, I guess we'll call that somewhat inconsistent, losing three out of five, but getting a little bit better as the season gone along with better health. So I think the market should be sometimes, an interesting game. Oh, it should be, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I do wonder if the market is maybe, I guess, shading this a little too much to the Michigan side because we see this all the time, right? Michigan's got to have it. They're you know, on the bubble. This is something they need. and That doesn't affect me at all. Right. I think the market tends to think that, oh, just because yeah. they have to have it, let's Indiana shade it a little this bit game closer. Too, aren't right. they, don't they need it for the buys? Like, the whole yeah, Big Ten standing, the way that the Big Ten tournament works, because there's so many teams, the double buy. Well, it goes back to yesterday, right? So tough. So, when I was – there was a lot of analysis about how North Carolina needed that game. And my whole point was, yeah, Duke needs to win this, too, to get a double buy in the ACC tournament. I think the double buy in the conference tournament, if and, – and I've been in the rooms on a lesser extent in the Atlantic 10 and in the Sun Belt when I used to work for Florida Atlantic and LaSalle. The seeding scenarios going into a conference tournament week mm-hmm. – the coaches know everything that's going on with the other teams and how the seedings will shape out. If we win, who do we face? If we lose, where can we fall? And to me, there's two sides of these coins in the high majors. Mm-hmm. The double buy, I think, again, when you're talking about you only need to win three games in three days instead of four and four, it is the fact that there's no days off in the may, in the high major tournaments makes the double buy so valuable. Yep. Anytime that's on the line, that needs to be factored in. Next one up, too, really quick in these last 60 seconds. Rutgers playing host to Northwestern. Rutgers 5. Totals up to 128 or 127 and a half. We had an overnight of 125. What do you made of Rutgers in this slide that they're on recently? Yeah, again, much better team at home. At Jersey Mike's Arena. Yeah. You know, say what you want about the name, but... They are a team that is one of the best in college basketball at hiding their warts at home. But on the road, they tend to be a very different team. We'll see what team shows up today at home. I would expect them to win this game coming off of the loss. But as Matt talked about, humans in our last segment, Northwestern is a a feisty bunch. And they're coming off a tough loss, too. And they're a team that takes a lot of pride. Again, I think the scenarios are still in play for them to be in one of those by categories for the Big Ten Conference Tournament. Every one of these games matters. Low total points are going to matter. I would be a little weary laying it with Rutgers today. That dull thudding you hear constantly is the Los Angeles Lakers beating the skulls in of the Golden State Warriors. We'll give you a score update there. And uh, we got a, I'd say about, I'm not going to give you a measurement, but we got a birdie putt coming up here for Rory McIlroy, who is your soul eater right now over at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. So we'll give you the results of that putt. And we'll keep going. Coming up in 15 minutes, we're going to dive into the World Baseball Classic. Adam Burke's going to be with us in studio, get his thoughts on what we're going to see in, uh, what, about two days from now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that, like that, see that ladies and gentlemen please welcome sam cassell to point game i remember you came out from crying tears <laughs> crying tears. i mean he was in a culture shock and then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning remember what so. i told you i said i said oh you think i can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. you got to be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. A quick update on the scoreboard right now over at the Arnold Palmer leaderboard, official term. Jordan Spieth, Roy McIlroy, Kurt Kitayama, all three at eight under. Rory, of course, dropping a stroke. I was uh, I misspoke there on that when we were going to break. That was not a birdie putt. That was a par three, not a par four. So that was a putt for par. Missed that. So he drops a stroke on 14. So we have three guys all at eight under right now. And um, despite going for a triple bogey on nine, Kurt Kitayama still finds himself here in the mix to win this thing, huh? Never know. Let's just leave it at this. I would not be betting on Kurt Kitayama right now. You have no faith game. in Kurt for some reason. Well, maybe it's... You called him a child thing. earlier? No, that was Hatton. Oh, okay, Hat- okay. Hatton, and I love Terrell. I've got him in the top ten. I hope he, he holds on here, but I'm a little concerned because when I look at Terrell Hatton and then I watch the demeanor... Like, to me, golf is the one sport. I put tennis in that category, too, probably boxing, where the live betting is more about, like, the, the, the temperament than it is necessarily about the score because especially in golf, it's such a momentum sport. You see a guy like Terrell Hatton who just, just unravels so easily. And it's so easy to kind of pick the moment when he's going to just completely flame out. And on the other side, you get a guy like Rory or even, I would say George Spieth is probably the best at this to be able to make just a hellacious mistake and to completely bounce back from it on the next hole like it never happened. I mean, it's it's also an interesting way to look at this here because all three guys that are at eight under are coming off of, like, they're in bad stretches, you can call it yeah. right now. Roy McIlroy just bogeyed 14. Kurt Kitayama is parring out his last three after triple bogeying on nine. And Jordan Spieth has bogeyed his last two holes. So Spieth at one point was at 10 under, but now he's sitting at eight under with that and only three holes left to go to make up something. So he's on a par five. We'll see if he can get something here, but we got a good one. We got a good one. Not so much over at uh, the crypt as Los Angeles again, 33, 18 with 2.6 left to go in the first. So a slow start. Are the Lakers better without LeBron James? Can uh, I say that? Yeah, I love that conversation. There was... <laughs> I'm joking. Right. Don't tweet me, please. Yeah. That was a, uh, that was what? Two years ago. There was like yeah. a strong discourse after like he missed some time or whatever it was. <laughs> There's like think pieces out there about it. They think. Yeah. There was a lot of thinking that went on with those pieces. Right? Was, yeah, the Lakers was, are not better without LeBron James. They're just playing better today. Period. There was, a, story. There was a great moment where that, that year we're talking about, they went to Utah and they got smoked, but like LeBron and like two of their starting guards weren't playing. 
And there was a bunch of people who were throwing this out, like, told you, they're better. Told, yeah, told you. Uh, like, you know, it, He's won, it was what, the, a yeah. gajillion games and like, a gajillion points scored? But, yeah, they're better without him. <laughs> Relax, folks. The other NBA game underway, by the way, uh, Chicago at home against Indiana. The Pacers, 42-37, 8.43 left to go in the second quarter there in the association. It's actually a pretty deep Sunday card. We've got a lot of tips coming up later in the day. We can hit those in the next hour, including a, uh, a meaty contest tonight. The John Morant list Grizzlies will go uh, – Head-to-head with the Los Angeles Clippers. And no Dylan Brooks. Yes. Who's oh. starting for the Memphis it, today? No Ja, no Dylan Brooks, no Steven Adams, no Brandon Should Clark. Should we go Jaron Jackson over props? I mean, he's going to be one of the big ones. Uh, I also think when you're looking at it, uh, Tyus Jones is going to be a very Tyus big Tyus Jones was the guy that I looked at today, yep. too. I saw that in the numbers. It's a very uh, – it's an interesting spot. It's a desperation spot for the Clippers. Who have you lost would imagine theirs. the Clippers probably cover this, right? Uh, yeah, the uh, Clippers should cover a number like this. It opened up six overnight. We're up to seven. And given the thin nature of the Grizzlies roster, this should be a spot. And situationally, it should be a spot for the Clippers to cover this. They were laying, you know, we've seen it already now. This Clippers team has been a little disjointed. They are changing their starting lineup, too. Sounds like Marcus Morris might, might not be starting for the Los Angeles Clippers. So you get to this point in the season, it's probably hard to really change what you're doing. Fundamentally, but that's like adding a point guard uh, from the buyout market and and putting him in for 30 minutes a game. And now all of a sudden the Clippers have just a completely different roster construction. You were not happy with that. I remember you were tweeting about Terrence Mann numbers. Oh, he's been great. He's been great. And now he's just not playing. Well, I mean, he's just he's coming off of the bench, but he was he was an incredible starting point guard for him. And their net rating with him on the floor with their two best players, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Or actually the net rating keeps getting better. But for some reason, they're just like, (laughs) nah, sorry, we haven't seen enough. From the kid who dropped 40 in a closeout game in the Western Conference semifinals yeah, to right. get us to the Western Conference finals two years ago. Anyway, that's an old story. Clippers, we'll see if they can snap the skid. We do have, we left one on the board. We were laughing about this with Matt Humans. I assume no big opinion here with Wisconsin Lane 5 on the road against Minnesota, yeah? I mean, maybe you get a little value fading Minnesota off the win, but I think, and I, I made the mistake today of getting involved with a, a, a higher major, not a, not the major major, in an American athletic conference game between USF and Wichita. And it's just it's really hard to peg motivation with a lot of these conferences when teams really have nothing to play for. And I know mm-hmm. Wisconsin does. Minnesota does not. Sometimes that frees you as a, as a team. And you're just, you play a lot looser and you're able to, you know, m- maybe make some shots or take some shots that you maybe would be a little bit more afraid to take when the stakes are higher. I put Minnesota in that category. They've been the worst team in the Big Ten all year, but they've had their moments, including, again, erasing a 10-point deficit with two minutes left the other night against Rutgers. So maybe just playing with a little more of that free and easy mentality, senior day at home, it's not a game. Laying points on the road with Wisconsin is not an appetizing venture, yeah. and I would not put that in the category of very strong opinions today. Jordan Spieth just blew, what would you call that, like an eight-foot putt yeah. for a birdie and solo lead there? Um, Nobody wants these. to take the lead here. This nope. is this is maybe Kitayama could just make the fewest mistakes down the stretch. Rory is did, just did he just like duffing away? Yeah, baby, gracious. From rough Rory. to rough, and it's not even a good rough oh, to rough. My he just skidded it across Rory. the green, or excuse me, the fairway for I don't know an increase of that I would say like me twenty yards. There. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Oof. Wow, it looked like Rory. This is going to be his again. We were tracking this. Got as low as plus one hundred five. To win this tournament, and now, as you said, nobody really wants to win this thing. Well, I'll be honest. I, if I had to make a pick right now, what are Shuffler's odds? I'll tell you right now. He's the up. one guy that has that, you know, DGAF mentality when it comes to these types of events. When everyone's kind of saying, eh, you're out of it, bud. No way. And then all of a sudden, there's steady Eddie Scotty just kind of hovering around the leaderboard. Ooh, with a few holes left. We're about to see something develop here. Friend of the show and co-host on Saturdays, Victor Hovland is the favorite right now at Something's plus 350. So, so Hovland probably made a putt. Yeah, I would say so. Given the fact that uh, Hovland was sitting at seven back, or excuse me, seven back, excuse me, seven under and one back. So we'll see uh, what Hovland has but right now. This is game, going to be a very fascinating finish to this tournament. Oh, it's going to be great. You've, you've got been, four high names up there. Yep. I put Hatton in that high name. And then you've got the Kitayama random, you know, the random guy. And now, yeah, clearly Hovland nailed this birdie co-lead putt here. So you've got Hatton, Hovland, Scheffler, Spieth, Rory. I would say all five of those guys are, you know, top 40 golfers. Then you got Kitayama and, and all of a sudden Harris English, one shot back. You got seven guys on yep. that front page that are all within one shot of the lead. 
with like four or five holes to go. And then the reason, too, I mean, I would actually, I know we're joking about him. Um, the reason why I would be interested in Kitayama because he actually has more ground to work with, right? And he's, he's got a probably fatter price associated with yeah, it. Yeah, him and Hovland, 12 under, or excuse me, through 12. So they've got much more real estate, at least in terms of getting back up toward the top. But Hovland plus 330 right now. Kitayama plus 360 to win in the, this uh, Arnold Palmer Invitational. Scotty Scheffler plus 450. Rory McIlroy right down to 5-1. to one. Harry yeah, Singer Rory six just to completely one. screwed the pooch. Yeah. Man, after taking the lead, it looked like it was going to be I know. Good. Yep. Wow. So we're watching Hovland size this up, but he's going to make this, as we know, given the betting market. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. Uh, How far behind are we on the delay? Actually, it this was is like interesting. a minute ago. Actually, this is interesting because usually you can kind of tell. So what just happened now was Hovland just went back down to six to one. So maybe he missed this putt. And, and our guy, just... Kurt Kitayama, is not the favorite. So Kitty, uh, so here's probably what happened. Rory's going to bogey. Spieth is right. probably going to bogey. And Kitayama might be in the solo lead at eight. I'm telling you, Scotty Scheffler's going to win this thing right now at seven. Scheffler is going to win this tournament. Calling it, huh? Yeah. 450 right now. I think it's Scheffler or Rory. I think those are the two, only two guys. No, really no, no, no. You can't back down now. All right, fine. She- well, Call here's your the shot. thing. I, I bet I have Rory pre-flop at 10 to 1. Obviously, that number's long gone now. But I think it Sheff- might not be if it keeps going yeah, right. like this. Scheffler, <laughs> Scheffler was the pick this morning that I thought had the most value. Even though he was the favorite, I thought at plus 225, he was the only guy that I trusted kind of off the pace a little mm-hmm. bit. And now I don't trust Terrell Hatton, that's for sure. I don't know if I fully trust Jordan Spieth. Here's Cantlay though to get to one on to get to get one shot back in the lead, but I don't know how far behind we are, so that might already be baked into the odds. I would assume, given the way that these odds have been shifting around, I would say that uh, we are well behind. He nailed it though. So yeah, now yep. you got Cantlay, who's another top five, top ten player. Well, he's at seven under. Yeah, I, I don't think seven's going to be the final. Yeah, here. he would need to collapse from multiple guys yeah. for that to actually can form. So, okay, well, we'll take our break. When we come back, uh, there is a lot going on in the world of sports, including the World Baseball Classic. A great write up on the website vcin.com. You check that out now. Adam Burke. Uh, wrote it up. You can get some insight onto what seems like it's going to be a fun little tournament. Adam's going to join us, get his thoughts on that. What we have seen, we had Josh, uh, we had Josh Towers in Adam yesterday, and he was just raving about the pitch clock and everything we saw. We'll get your thoughts on that and much more as we talk a little baseball in the next 30 minutes. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. All right, we're back here on Live Bet Sunday. we got a lot going on. We're keeping track of everything in the world of golf. We are about to get started between Michigan and Indiana, so we'll keep track of that contest. And also, Warriors have cut back into this lead. They're only down by 8 with 8.50 left to go in the second. But we are slowly approaching baseball season, and I'm excited because Major League Baseball, Adam, I think, Annenberg joins us here at the desk. Adam knows this. I have shared this with him. Uh, I love the Angels. I don't know why. And every year it's the same as cycle. As a fan or as a better? Uh, no, as, as a fan. As, as a, a fan. fan. Okay. And uh, every year I will get excited and I'll talk myself into Reed Detmers. Are you from Zion. L.A.? I was born out there, yeah. Okay, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Actually, well, it, people Another fun all fact the time. about JBT, I didn't know. The Indianapolis Colts are the outlier. I'm a Clippers, Angels, yeah. and, you know, everything in between. I like to root for the little guy. You know what I'm saying? Screw the Dodgers in the league. Seriously. Uh, but we're not going to talk about Major League Baseball quite yet because World Baseball Classics coming up starts Tuesday, Adam? Yeah, Tuesday. So I, we have... Again, I will stress, vcin.com, Adam's write-ups up there, so if you want to get a betting insight done to this, because I was reading a lot of stuff. I don't care about narratives and stories. I want to see how we can bet this thing. So let's talk first about the format, because I think it is pretty interesting. We have four four groups, correct? Four groups, yeah. four different sites, two of them in America, two of them over in Asia. I'm just going to ask you this in general. How have you gotten ready for this from the ballpark standpoint for the two foreign ballparks? Because I feel like that is a hard thing to dig up numbers on and what you're expecting from those. Yeah, that is a really tricky thing. I mean, that's something I'll have to look at in terms of game by game. It's not necessarily something that I looked at in terms of the overall tournament itself and looking at the futures odds and kind of an overview. But, yeah, I mean, to your point, there are two very different stadiums in Asia. Now, we know about Chase Field in Arizona and Lone Depot Park in Miami. We know about those two fields. Those won't be any kind of surprise, anything like that. But, yeah, the two stadiums over in Asia will be something that we have to look into. And, in fact, you know, Pool A and Pool B, which are over in Asia, those are the ones that are played Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It doesn't start over here, excuse me, over here in the U.S. until Friday. So, you know, those will be the early games in this tournament that we'll have to take a look at. 
So walk us through the field really quickly because there seems to be a pretty clear line of demarcation if you look at the futures odds yeah. of who we expect to win this. Right, for sure. So what you need to know first and foremost is that, as JVT said, there are four pools. There's five teams in each. The top two teams in each pool will advance to the second round, and then you have you know, the quarterfinals, all these kinds of things. But the top two teams in each pool will advance. So what that means is that, you know, for example, in Pool D – which is absolutely stacked. The favorite Dominican Republic, this Venezuela, who's about nine to one out there, ten to one, and Puerto Rico, who's about eleven to one, twelve to one in that range. Those three teams are all in the same pool, so one of them will not advance from this pool play round, just because that is the most stacked of the pools. Whereas in Pool A, you've got Cuba, the Netherlands, Italy, Chinese Taipei, Panama, all twelve to one or lower to win that pool. So that one's going to be more competitive. Whereas you know, the U.S. still have no problem advancing. Japan and South Korea will have no problem advancing out of their pools. But that's what you need to know is that the top two finishers in each pool, it's round robin play. You play all four teams in your pool. Uh, the top two finishers advance, which is why some of these futures odds look the way that they do. Is there any value outside of those top two teams? Because to me, it's obviously going to be hard to see one of them not winning it. What's your take on just the overall market top to bottom? Yes, yeah, so, I mean, you got the Dominican Republic, who's the favorite. The U.S., who's the reigning champ, is the second favorite. And then Japan at 3-1. to one. And then, as JVT said, a line of demarcation where Venezuela, as I said, 9 or 10-1 to one in that range. It, it, to some degree, it is hard to see somebody outside of the top three winning this thing. Yeah. You know, especially because, I mean, the, the Dominican lineup might be the greatest lineup I've ever seen. <laughs> like, all-star game, it, it dwarfs that. It's unbelievable how good the Dominican team is. And they're even missing some guys, too. And some guys are on the bench that aren't even going to be in the starting lineup that are you know elite-level players. So it's hard to bet against the Dominican, obviously. The U.S., I actually don't think their pitching staff is nearly as good as it could be. Mm. It's not overly strong. Their lineup is really, really good, though. I mean, they've got Trout and Betts and you know Goldschmidt, Arenado, some of those guys. So they're still in good shape offensively. But to me, I think Japan is the team to beat in this tournament. Wow. because. Japan is almost guaranteed to advance out of pool B. Right. Yeah. It's Japan and South Korea because they're with Australia, China, and the Czech Republic. Yeah. So, you know, Japan and Korea are going Throw to advance. Throw the rest of them in Manhattan. And right. Just, yeah. Pretty much. So Japan's going to get out of that pool. And then when you look at their starting rotation, they have the best starting rotation in this tournament by a large margin. They've got Shohei Otani, Yu Darvish, and Roki Sasaki. Now, Roki Sasaki pitches in Japan in the Nippon Professional Baseball League. He's 21 years old. Last year, he threw a perfect game and struck out 19. Oh. In his next start, good. he threw eight perfect innings before they pulled him. So he almost threw back-to-back -back perfect games, which is, That's like, unheard insane. of. And he's 21 <laughs> years old. When so, is he going to get By the way, I knew this already because I read Major the article. Baseball. By the way. Oh, so check it out. I, I would say he'll probably get posted maybe within the next year or two. I, I mean, and he's going to be, be the, a hot commodity. The most celebrated Japanese pitching prospect wow. of all time. I mean, he throws triple digits, okay. which is something you don't get out of a lot of the you know Japanese or Korean pitchers. They're kind of more finesse control guys. Darvish is sort of an exception. You yeah. get it out of one Japanese an exception. Yeah, I was going to say, there you go. So the, recently we've had exceptions. But – the, the way that this tournament is set up and the format of it specifically, you're going to face Otani, Darvish, and Sasaki on full rest in every game of this tournament. Yeah, that's so not good. That's a big benefit to them, and, and that's the kind of pitching staff that can shut down a lineup like the Dominican or a lineup like the U.S. So I, I'm really curious when we're talking about big, big picture stuff. Once we get out of group stage, then you get to single elimination. Does that introduce a little bit more randomness? When it comes to baseball, or is that something where you're, you're, like you said, you're getting your top guys rested. Maybe there's not going to be as much randomness as a single elimination baseball tournament might actually, you, at least I think of on the surface. Right. Yeah. I mean, look, there's variance in every game, obviously, yeah. right? You know, it's kind of a lot of times games come down to a few plate appearances with a man in scoring position. The difference is that some of these lineups are just so good, they're going to have a lot more chances. Yeah. Right? You know, so I mean, sometimes you may get snake bit. And I mean, you think about the U.S. team and the fact that the U.S., you know, won the last tournament. They hadn't finished higher than fourth in the other three that they had, and they really hadn't been all that impressive. But then they wound up shutting out Puerto Rico 8 nothing. Mm -hmm. But also during pool play, they played Colombia, who was in the tournament for the first time back in 2017. They won that game 3-2 to two in 10 innings. If they didn't win that game, they wouldn't have even advanced on a pool play. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's a certain level of variance, to be sure, in a tournament such as this. But where there's not a lot of variance is that some of these teams just won't get challenged in pool play. So once they advance, that's where, you, you know, you start running into a little bit of a higher variance environment, as you said. We talked about the timing of this tournament before we came on here, and I, there really isn't a good 
time in the year calendar wise to have it. Adam, is it more difficult to handicap this tournament because these guys are literally just starting their spring training routines and some of them had to be pulled away from their routines in order to to warm up for this tournament and play in this tournament? Is the timing of this tournament um, an obstacle, a headwind for handicapping, or is it a tailwind? Uh, you know, I, obviously it increases the difficulty a little bit because, you know, I talk about Otani, Darvish, and, and Sasaki. Are they all going to go five innings? You know, and then you turn over yeah, to the no Japanese idea. bullpen where guys who play in Japan, re relievers I'm not familiar with, right. are going to come in and probably decide the game in these high leverage situations, stuff like that. To your point, it's an example of why in Pool A, Italy is 5-1 to one to win the pool. They are not better than the Netherlands, and they are not better than Cuba. But I think Italy has the deepest pitching staff of those three teams. And I think the depth of the pitching staff is really important in this format because guys aren't stretched yeah, out. Exactly. And they have several major league relievers on their roster. Hmm. So that's something I've tried to kind of look at and we'll have to handicap as we go throughout the tournament. But to your point, Jared, I mean, these guys are not stretched out. No. You know, and, and all of a sudden, the adrenaline will be flowing. I mean, we've seen how exciting this tournament's been in yeah. the past. Yep. You actually get to see the Latin players play the style of game they want to play with all the emotion and all that, you know, do some of these guys maybe come back to camp and get hurt? Do they have a problem going back to camp and sort of like you go Somebody from, will. you go One from zero to will. 60 right. to going into, you know, back to a 35 or something right, like yeah. that. So, you know, that's going to be something I'm going to have to watch from an MLB standpoint, but from this tournament specifically, yeah, I think that there are some, some hurdles and some challenges to handicapping game by game. Where does it, where do the knockout stage take place? Uh, so you've got Arizona, right? Quarterfinals are in the Tokyo Dome, and then also at Lone Depot Park. Yeah, so the semifinals and the final are down in Miami. Yeah. It's a lot of travel. It is, yeah, it is. It, which right? is why pools A and B are playing early in the week yeah. because they have to come from Asia. Well, I mean, obviously you've got the quarters at the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, but you know somebody's got to come from Asia to come over to the U.S. and all that. Hmm. Is that something where the market's going to overreact to that by the time we get there? You think, or is that it's yeah, possible? Tough travel right. week. I think huh? one of the things that's going to be a problem. I was talking with a buddy of mine about this. Is like how are these games going to be lined, right? You're going to have some really massive money line favorites. You're going to have some, two and a half some run, run lines. lines that are two yeah. and a half, three and a wow. half, four and a half, stuff like that. So I don't know how cost prohibitive betting this might be on a game by game basis. Admittedly, like I said, it happened in 2017. I didn't pay that much attention to the betting market for it. So we'll have to see what it looks like now, but now you will be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so right. real quick, before we turn the page on this, so you mentioned you think Japan, the team to beat, there's three to ones out there. Would that be a playable price for you to win this thing for Japan? I, th I think it's a playable price. The other one I kind of like a little bit. Uh, I should make people go to Vistan.com and read it. Yeah, you should go. Yeah, yes. uh, go, go to Vistan.com. It it. I actually haven't yet, and I feel left out. Don't say yet. You're not going to read it. I will read it. <laughs> I read a lot of things that Adam writes. He's a really smart guy. You get guy. ten free premium page views over at Vistan.com if you're not a subscriber. So Check it out, huh? I got all four I pools and an overall though. tournament preview. That's I half of your free you page views. So much. There you go. Check it out. You know, it's a good write-up. You can hit it up on vcin.com. All right. Adam's going to stick around. We're going to talk some uh, Major League Baseball when we come back and the actual season that is approaching. We have some win totals. I have a question. You know, both of you guys are some baseball dudes, so I want to ask some baseball questions oh, yeah. when it comes to handicapping some of these win totals. And when it comes to projections as well and betting the betting markets, because you see these projections seem to be a little bit more scrunched and the betting markets seem to be a little bit more spread out. And I think there's ways to kind of attack that. We'll talk about that more when we return. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. If you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense do remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager. No existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards are issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are tracking everything, everything, but we're talking a little baseball here. And uh, wanted to give Adam Burke all the time in the world, skating tripods up on Twitter and, of course, up on the website, college basketball and baseball. You saw, I would say, the two main hubs for you, uh, buddy? Yeah? I would say so. Right. I mean, now that it's not college football season. That's a good point, yes. College football Fair. is uh, over with. So, yes, right he's now. He's a college guy. He's, uh, he is. And a pro guy. Baseball. Yeah. Got it. I don't know how you have the patience. Baseball is. I like baseball. I enjoy I always say this, the same thing with, like, I enjoy the sport. I'll sit down and watch baseball, but... Man, people tell me, like, I don't know how you do it with the NBA. Baseball? Lineups every single day and in and out and all that kind of stuff? Can't do it. Can't do it. It's, this guy pitched two-thirds of an inning yesterday. Got to keep track of it. It's getting worse, too. Like, from, from a mental standpoint, like, when I found out that there were three different balls used last year from yeah. that Insider article, yeah. um, like, I had a meltdown. <laughs> like, I, I was out in public somewhere, and I just had a meltdown. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if there were children around. If there were, they heard <laughs> words they've never heard before or maybe words that they hear too much at home. Right. But, man, I just, like... It is so hard to keep betting into this market where the object you play with fundamentally changes every year. The like imagine, like imagine if they took a couple PSI out of the basketball, right? Or like if they changed the size of an NFL football, like from year to year, or something like that. Like it's just it's it's nuts. And then now you factor in all these rule changes this year, and that's something else you have to account for. Another layer, and it's 162 games over 188 days or whatever it is. Yeah. Dimensions it's, changing too, right? They brought in the 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 parks, the uh, fences this year in Toronto. Yeah. Last year was yeah. Camden Yards. They moved those out. I mean, it's it's constant. I, mean, I would love that, by the way. Like the oh, the Buffalo Bills decided we're actually moving our end zone in, yeah, right? right? Like five right? feet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna make it eleven yards instead of ten yards, just in case we want to give Josh Allen an extra yard. Not only that, we've decided to move our end zone in, and we're actually going to build a giant buffalo in the corner of the end zone that's gonna cut into it by about like six feet. You know what I mean? So that's yep. actually gonna be like a flat diamond over sure. there. Sure. Like, Makes sense to it's me. It's unbelievable. And, and the story that I always like to tell is during COVID, during yeah. the shortened 2020 season, all the Giants did was they put up a windscreen that yeah. kept people from congregating to watch the game through the fence. They put up a windscreen, and it changed the crosswinds in the ballpark. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the ballpark played completely different for one season. Now, there were some philosophical changes that they made from a hitting standpoint, but the ball actually like carried more in that park because they put up a windscreen. 
So then, like, all these ballpark alterations and stuff like that can impact and dictate, not even just, you know, like, retractable roof stadiums on a day-to-day basis, but, like, the architectural elements of a ballpark change the way the ball flies. It's it's a never-ending chase is what it is, basically, to try and stay ahead of it all. So Adam loves baseball, clearly. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yep. So I wanted, to, I wanted to pay off on the tease first. Um, and I'll say it looked like you kind of understood, like, like you agreed with my point here. Like, so projections, we have all these different projection systems, right? And in baseball, like the two that we were discussing off the air, it was the Bakota projections, Fangraphs projections. And when I tell our audience that the projections seem to be more scrunched and betting markets seem to be more spread out, essentially you just look at the extremes. In the betting markets, the teams with the lowest win totals tend to be a little bit lower than what the projections would say. Teams with the highest win totals tend to be a little bit higher than it. And I use the example in basketball this year, right? The three teams with the lowest win totals outside of the San Antonio Spurs, the Indiana Pacers, the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Utah Jazz, all of them were the first three teams to go over their win totals this season. Mm-hmm. So the teams at the bottom are generally not as bad as you would think, and the teams at the top are usually not as good as you would think. So I ask that because when you look at these win total markets now, you know the one thing that stuck out to me, we're talking about a specific team, the Oakland Athletics. The A's are a team that I think a lot of people expect to be very poor, a win total of 60.5 from what I've been looking around at. I think she added to the under as well in a lot of spots. Mm-hmm. I, I I gravitate toward Oakland because first off, the two projection systems that we mentioned are much higher on it than the betting market. Pakota's got 65. Fangraphs has 70 wins for the Oakland A's. There is the unknown nature of what they're going to do with their personnel as the season goes along. But kind of building on that topic, Adam, when you looked at these win totals on the extremes, is there some value in looking at some of these bad teams to be better than we expect and some of these good teams to be worse than we expect? Yeah, I would think so as a general rule. I mean, a lot of these projection systems are kind of conservative. And also, like, for, for fan graphs specifically, they're projecting out playing time. Mm-hmm. Well, there are some guys for the A's. Ramon Laureano, he's not going to be there all year. Yeah. Some of the free agents that they sign to one- or two-year deals, those are guys that maybe moved at the trade deadline. So that's something you have to factor in personally to your handicapping. It's something the projection systems won't really account for. Pakota is also historically pretty heavy on defensive performance. So teams that are really good defensively oftentimes get a boost there, whereas teams that are bad defensively, like the Kansas City Royals, for example, Dakota has them at about 64 and 98. The win total market's kind of in the 69 and a half range, but defensively they're bad. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Dakota kind of looks negatively upon them. So you have to kind of try to sort out the little nuances of of what each projection system is looking for. And also – like, if, if you're going to bet any, I think it's maybe the biggest piece of advice, and I will start rolling out my team previews on, on Monday, tomorrow, over at vston.com. By the way, I accidentally read your 2022, like, preview of one of the teams, oh, yeah. and I was like, I was like, man, this guy was the Angels. And I'm like, wait a minute, Joe Adele, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, this is 2022. <laughs> yeah, they will start coming out tomorrow. All right, cool. Um, but the biggest thing for me, over 162 games, is depth. Yeah. If you don't have depth and you can't withstand injuries, what are you going to do? You know, and that's part of the problem with these projection systems is they will either assume sometimes on the low end with some guys or sometimes on the high end with some guys how much they're going to contribute. So that's what I look for a lot is I look for depth in the lineup, depth in the rotation, depth in the bullpen, and if reinforcements are coming from below, sometimes the projection systems don't fully account for this or fully account for teams that are maybe a little bit more aggressive with their prospects in terms of calling them up. What about some of the higher-end teams? Because we were talking to... Braves have one of the highest projections on fan graphs, but their win total is still two and a half wins higher than that projection. Again, is that a spot where maybe the market is undervaluing what Atlanta has kind of in their depth system? Yeah, I mean, I I actually, this is fresh in my mind because I just finished writing the first draft of the Braves. I love this team. I really, truly do. I, I know the Mets spent a ton of money and, and all of that, but I think the Braves are still the team to beat, you know, in this division here. Their lineup is remarkably deep. The guys that they lost, they're just replacing with young players from within. The one thing I worry about with them, their starting staff, if a guy like Strider gets hurt or a guy like Max Fried gets hurt, they're in trouble. Well, I don't think Strider will have them this year. At least he shouldn't. Mm -hmm. We'll see if he ultimately does. But that's the problem is, like, if Max Fried and Spencer Strider don't combine for 55 or 60 starts, there's a path in which they fall short of their projection and a path in which they fall, you know, fairly short because they're in a pretty good division. The one thing that's really difficult, I think, about a couple things, but one of them that's really difficult about handicapping this baseball season is you don't play 19 games against everyone in your division anymore. You only play 13. There's a big imbalance between some of these divisions. Both central divisions are not very good. The NL Central was really not good. So now you go from playing, you know, the Pirates 19 times to playing them 13 times. 
you know, and, and a lot of teams around the league, I think, are better. Some are worse. Some of them at the top are a little bit worse. But that's something I have to figure out from a win total standpoint is if you can't beat up on your division, like Cleveland is a prime example, right? I know this team inside and out. They beat the hell out of the Central every year. Now they're going to have to play every team in the league. So that's a little bit of a problem for them because they won't be able to beat up on the Tigers, beat up on the Royals, two of the lowest win totals for this season. So that's something you have to factor into all these calculations and everything too. So there's so many changes going into every single baseball season. It's just sometimes it's hard to keep up with all of it. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. Uh, let me ask you, from a future standpoint, uh, one of the things that I'll go into with NBA seasons because they're so long and arduous, I, I tend to not bet any World Series or World Series, like NBA Finals futures at mm-hmm. all before the season begins because there's so many opportunities throughout the season. It, would that be a same mindset for you as you're looking at this? Yeah, pretty much. And, and this is the hard part, right, about being a content creator first and, right. and a handicapper yeah. second and a better third is like, there's demand. Like, who's going to win the World Series? What the hell do I know? Right. Yeah. You know, like, there's a lot of things that could go wrong. Somebody gets hurt. You know, a team's, all, a team's projection is going to suddenly be much, much different. I don't like, really, to bet World Series pennant-type stuff. I'll bet win totals for sure. Yeah. But I don't like to bet this World Series stuff because, as you said, I mean, you're going to get this price or better probably over the course of 162 games. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to jump in now at this point in time, which is why I would look at – like, let's say just hypothetically, I know we're running out of time. Like, the Twins at 40-1, to 1, I think the Twins could win the Central Division. Yeah. Like, if they start off hot, they're 35-1, to 30-1, to 25-1. to 1. I try to buy prices in that range instead of taking one of the short prices. I'm going to do the unprofessional thing. You got 15 more in you? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah? Not? Yeah, we'll do All it. right, cool. All right, cool. He's going to stick around for one more because we didn't even have time to get over to some of the rule changes and everything like that, what their effect's going to be. So, as we stick around, so that's big news, too. VEASAN.com. Sounds like the previews are going to start coming out tomorrow. Yep. So that's going to be great to keep an eye out for on the, up on the website. And also up on the website, the World Baseball Classic Preview. There's another future play in there that he did not give you that's only in the article that you can check out. We'll come back with a little bit more, and we have a, a great stat in golf that we have to give you at the top of the hour. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.